0: Alright, welcome into the latest edition of the Field of Play. On our menu list today is the first defeat of Arsenal at Old Trafford. Old Square at the Merseyside derby, though it was an entertaining entertaining derby uh, on its own. Chelsea left it late to win against West Ham. That that was a London derby, though there was some controversy uh, in, in that game. And the North met the worst in another London derby as well, uh, the Chevron's uh, recorded their first win in Australia as they managed to beat uh, the Aussies uh, in Australian soil for the first time ever. And we also have a uh, recap of the Rugby Castle Rugby Championship in New Zealand and uh, also uh, in Australia. I'm Nanyogai guy, and in the in the studio, I'm joined in by none other than Papi and Kumbi. Uh, guys, let's get straight into it. Uh, the first game was beating United versus uh, Arsenal, and it was the first game for is a first defeat for Arsenal. The young Gunners as they managed to um, get a grip on that uh, game and also managed to to lose the game. Um, Papi, I, I'm sure you, you watched the game, right? And um, how did uh, how, how did the game um, feel Like as in Ateta, how, how did the, he, he got it wrong in this in this game? considering it was a very good game and also he was playing away?
1: Look, I, th- I think uh, what what happened in this game was that uh, it was a game of two teams who were on the up. So Manchester United were playing at home. They they won their two previous games, so momentum was high. And uh, they capitalised on on, on on that scenario that you're playing at home, your momentum is high with the new signing as well. So I think that goal by Anthony uh, the new signing, the expensive signing, I think. I think it settled the nerves a bit. That's why you 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 saw that Arsenal could not uh, penetrate or do any damage in terms of the first half. Arsenal actually
0: travelled to United, uh, being the top uh, the top of the of the pack in the Premier League, and also they were playing good football, Papi. Can you say it was? Uh, can you say if they actually played well at Old Trafford, though they managed to to get that result, though they lost.
1: They played well. I think there was nothing wrong in terms of their tactics and and, and, and the personnel which were, was on the field. But I think it was just a case of they're now playing away from home, playing uh, with a traditionally big team. You know, the, the rivalry between United and Arsenal, it, it brings the best out of every 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 team uh, amongst the two. So I think the, the issue was that uh, momentum is, 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 is with United as we speak. They were on a high and then your 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 marquee signing scores a debut goal it gives momentum. So momentum was was, was on United side and they, they 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 propelled and and won the match. Can we say if the honeymoon was over? The is over, uh, Kumbi, for Arsenal. Yes, it's over.
2: And like I said before, Arsenal is tested before the match. And we see that they failed their first big test, which was against a team which was. On the backdrop, you managed to beat Liverpool, not convincingly, and also the two defeats at the start. So, as now. Expect us now to drop points.
0: But obviously you only beat what's in front of you. So how can you say like um they haven't been tested? And also some of the some of the teams like Liverpool, the city they are dropping points versus the Villas, Arsenal beat the Villa, the Villas, the Full Arms, even the Crystal Palace, and some of the big teams they're failing to beat them. So how can we say they haven't been tested really?
2: Like I said, mm. the reason the, the reason is that some teams have more have been given more rest. That to prepare for the new campaign, and also a lot because, of people. i oh, sorry, because that Liverpool, before this season started, it played sixty-two games last season. So you can not fully recover in a matter of a month. What about it? And prepare for the new campaign, and remember, Liverpool is, inj- is injuries, and the moment. What about City? still their dropping points still City no. City in terms of dropping points they have now read the play of Gaggiola they now understand how to counter him
0: okay 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 and so also also Papi a lot of people were questioning um, Arteta's uh, triple substitution and also the tactics as in the, like after the the, 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 the substitution th- the Team lay legged identity and also pos, positional awareness since they actually removed Lokonga who was a GM, also and um, a left back Sinchenko, uh, with Gabi, uh Martinelli being now a, a reverted um, left back. So, is there any dimension that maybe he lost the plot somewhere, somewhere there, somewhere? In there.
1: Yeah, when, when when you when you when you make changes like uh, putting uh, Martinelli, who's naturally a winger forward, uh, when co- converting him into a fullback position, I think it, it, it takes away that attacking momentum. But remember, he's scoring uh, start of season. Martinelli scoring goals is a threat. So once you remove that, and also Zinchenko, the experience, and then the, the drive that he has, he's a positive player. I think I think that's when he really lost the plot that's why they could not add to 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 that Saka's uh, goal so uh, i think the changes were a bit dubious for me
0: and talking of martinelli talking of martinelli um you, elia you scored got a a good goal but then the referee the, ref, the, the ref, or should i say the VAR came to the came to the party and disallowed the goal do you do you think arsenal in arteta uh, actually was felt outdone by this decision he, he was the ref was eight yards away, puppy. So who's 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 actually refereeing the game? Is it the the person that refereeing the game, or is it the VAR because the referee allowed the game to uh, allowed the goal to stand, but uh, the VAR officials they would add other ideas.
1: I think there are a lot of issues that needs to be ironed out or sorted when it comes to VAR. Remember, VAR is supposed uh, to, to 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 help the referee in in, in checking if the decision that he made on field was was the right decision right so the var officials if I, if i'm not mistaken the only decision that they are allowed technically or supposedly that they are allowed to make is the offside decision is it for me mm-hmm. but the red card decisions the foul in the build up decisions i think they are just there to just tell the referee that you should come and take a look once the referee ch- checks it out uh, for himself on the monitor, I think he's the one who's obliged to, to come up with the final decision. So I think sometimes when, when, when the VR officials calls the referee to come and have a look, and if the referee uh, then continues with the decision or changes his decision, I think it all boils down to the perception of the referee of, of the whole scenario. Okay, but then, Papi, how many times, like, uh, the, if
0: the VR, VR called the ref to check a uh, certain incident, and uh, it's obvious, now, the ref will... Um, what can I say? Who we'll reverse the decision? It's like it's it's so open and so obvious. So now, who, who's going? Who, who's actually referring the the games now? Because it seems like it's mind boggling. The the not officials now are official uh, at the thick of uh, of it.
1: So I, I think the, the 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 good question here is is is. What's at fault uh, when it comes to the whole VAR system? Is it the system on itself? Is it the process of decision making itself, or is it the personnel? Kumbi, your take,
0: your take about this? Like, good question by Papi.
1: My take on VAR is that
2: the decision that that is questionable, over because sometimes it gives you, it gives you ambiguous interpretations or responses to offside situations, to penalty kicks. Even to set pieces, and it confuses both the players, the fans, and the coaches. but well, sometimes you need clarity in the field of play, and once you don't get that clarity, all eyes are going to both the referee. But the actual problem is not the referee; it's the vast system and how it is. Is it the process or the personnel, or the VAR itself? The VA it's itself the whole system. The VAR itself, the system, like Pub said. I okay with it. The system of values to be changed. If it means that is it's a software update that will fix that system, please dear VAR owners, update that system. Yeah. I'm sure it works.
0: Yeah, right. So in, uh, personally I, I was saying before I am not a fan of AR and I wasn't okay. I was a fan of VR uh, considering it was used correctly. Now with this, uh, prolonged and repeated, um, decisions, uh, inconsistence, I would say I'm no, I'm no longer a fan of VR yeah, Papi. And, uh, also, uh, on the United front, uh, they managed to a good goal from, from Anthony as well. And United had made the first goal. It made 18 passes prior to that goal. Uh, good game, bad game for Anthony though. Or should I say just a good goal, but bad game in a way or just, perfect uh antidote for him
1: i think i think it's a perfect antidote for him it's so important for for, for a forward player or a striker or a winger to score in your debut so i think he'll take that he'll take a goal a debut goal and a bad game overall but uh once once that that uh scenario is done and settled he scored a goal now he can play more freely and more more happy
0: what did they do why, why did what did united do actually in the game that will say they were actually on a right what did they do correctly
1: i think i think uh especially for for rushford's um, goal i think they they were now relying on a bit of counter attack so they were, they were sitting a bit deeper in their own half so that they would pounce on 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 the attacks of arsenal because they knew that arsenal were going to try and 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 and, and equalize, so they pounce on those scenarios. They manage the game uh, pretty well.
0: Um, wh- why did Kersyamay start, be- start on the bench? Start on the bench, gumbi?
2: For me, it's a deduction process that the player needs
0: to. What about Antony? I
2: uh, understand. Antoine is different, boss. Antony uh, was feeling a vacant role on the attacking side of United.
0: Because got seven.
2: But, but CR Seven is how. Um, Issues to do with you order to move and the happy player, it doesn't mean that you have to start
0: because you cause the team to lose. Okay. Um so it's four consecutive four consecutive wins for United and also two clinches along the way. And how far can they go? And who's the who's a uh, player who's who has improved tremendously this part this under uh, Eric Tenard puppy?
1: Uh the player has improved mm. Riford. I think, I think, Bruno. I think Bruno, Bruno is starting to, to play his game. We know Bruno can, can, can come in with a goal, but his, his aspect of, the, of the game is to, you know, to create goals. So I think two assists so far, if I'm mistaken, if they are not three and a goal, I think, I think Bruno is starting to, to show that he, he, he has a part to play. And also the, the new guys that have come in, you're talking about those clean sheets. I think it's all attributed to, to the fact that, um, the, the United captain, uh, Maguire, is now finding his place on on, on the bench, and uh, Mart- Martinez, uh, the, butcher. the butcher, I think, he has come in and, and, and solidified that uh, United defense. So I think uh, that in all has, has has contributed to to this uh, good form. Is there any still is there any place is there still any place for CR seven? cr so, Seven, yeah, the season is long, you know, and also remember you have Europa. Come on, you're talking about Europa. it's' Seven, you're talking about Europa. Definitely, I think I think if you're a squad player, if you're not playing uh, many minutes in the in the Premier League, uh, I think it's rightfully so, regardless of of of, of the status of who you are. Hmm. I think you 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 play you play other competitions uh, very thoroughly. So I think. Even in the Premier League, remember, it's going to be a long season. It's a long season, indeed. These guys and, and, and then the schedule of the matches because of the World Cup, which is coming in December. Yeah. So, the, this, the the match schedule is a bit tight. So, rotation is going to be a must. And uh, remember CR7 being CR7. Sometimes, you know, that uh, he, he gets fired up from, from, from all these uh, uh, background issues that he's having or from sitting on, on the bench. He might come in and, and, and score a hat-trick. So, you never know. He's still important as well.
0: Okay. And, uh, we've, we've talked about the VAR And there was also a contri- a controversy in a certain game, like there was the, the Chelsea game, that the London W versus West Ham. And the goal was disallowed after Mindy was, uh,
1: Judge to fault. uh judged to
0: be fouled. Yep. Judged to be Right. Was it a right decision by the, by the VR officials as well?
1: Look, I think, uh, I think if the on field decision, uh, had, had stood on, I think it, uh, West Ham, uh, would have gotten the goal. But uh, once again, once it it goes to VAR, it doesn't necessarily mean that if, if the VAR officials uh, summons uh, the match official to come and have a look, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a definite foul or it's not a definite foul. What they want is to have clarity. So for me, it was a good call because there was there was contact regardless of 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 the contact spot Papi. the contact spot yes mm-hmm. there was contact and remember the contact was on a goalkeeper the most protected player in the field the right um the,
0: the trailing le- the trailing leg actually the trailing left leg uh, of after Boeing. mendy per- put the had ball away ball, so yeah? was that uh, kumbi was that really a, a foul towards um mendy Well, if for me, it was a
2: illegitimate foul on be because you find out that there was Contact Contact in terms of the player, the opposition player and the goalkeeper. So the referee had no choice but to indicate that it's a legitimate foul.
0: But isn't it like it was like a trading leg? You had already parried the ball away. it could be. So how can it be a foul now? he had already played the ball away and uh, the trailing the, the, the trailing leg of Bowen um, actually uh, made contact with uh, Mandy, and that's why it's a contact yes it's a foul yes but colleague, disallowing disallowing the goal yeah that's what I say because if something that is
2: not in the handbook of referees it doesn't mean it's it's not a foul because sometimes like according to Mark Clotenbeek the former referee mm-hmm. mentioned that Sometimes the referee have to give decision, give decision based on the current events in the field of play, and that is the current event that is happening. There is no such added first rule in the end. So,
0: to you have to act according to the situation. Oh, okay, okay, guys. How about we uh, they implement the idea of making VR similar to that of cricket? Like clubs get a number of um, certain. Uh, reviews in a season for example 10 and when a manager thinks there was like an infringement or a certain decision or a controversy you you or you go to the VR officials and uh ask for it to be revealed <laughs> and even if they even if the, it's uh you okay the decision is wrong, maybe they can uh, take it back and the reviews are gone. How about uh, they they try to play that same same system? For me, I don't see it working in football.
2: Yeah, I second that as well. Because cricket is a different sport, there are different intervals. Because in cricket, there are overs. Mm -hmm. In football, you have to play 90 minutes. But there are a lot of... And mm -hmm. the extra time depends on the referee. But what I mean is that in that system... Has to be suited to football. Let's try to copy and paste from other
1: sports. Exactly. (sighs) Because for me, the issue here is is football is is an an unexpected game. You can expect anything to happen from the Blues. There are so many incidences that can happen in a space of five seconds. You can have five fouls within a space of five seconds. So imagine if there's a legitimate legitimate foul and and then you as a club, you've run out of your reveals. I think it won't work in terms of of, of that aspect of the fact that football, anything can happen in a split second. Any news regarding Thomas Tuchel? Thomas Tuchel? Thomas Tuchel, as far as we are concerned, has been sacked by uh, Chelsea Football Club and I think it was a good decision by uh, Todd Bowley and his his crew, I think the right for me, the writing was on the wall. The way Thomas Tucho was setting up his team, I think it was just a recipe for disaster. It's only in September, Kumbi.
0: We are like six games into the season. Uh, was it that bad that he is supposed to face, to face such wrath?
2: For me, I always say patience
1: is a true supply importance, and in Chelsea uh, football club, and as well. you
2: find out that most of the Events that led to his de- demise happened during the summer mm. transfer window. So, the management took upon themselves that they needed someone who could make the club have a new culture, also, were, who could improve the team, and also try to create that harmonious relationship between the coach and also the board. Most of times Tuchel was very critical. Was very sarcastic mm-hmm. Is it- about Todd's inexperience of the transfer dealings. And Todd, as a, as a protege, just brushed it off. But he knew the right moment, mm. right time, right, to right moment. It you, to use against him, to use against Twitchell. And you know, consider the money that was spent, exactly. was in, it's now close to 400 million US dollars that you spent. On bring
0: so, players, on and also letting go of yes. um, some... So,
2: <laughs> if I had uh, the dissolute performance of the team, I feel pity for Bamaya. But,
0: mm.
2: but who's got the yes. last laugh? The last laugh? Mm. Lukaku? Both. I would say Lukaku, and also the, the yeah, fans. Mm. If, the, last
0: even laugh. the fans, I can see the fans. Because the fans
2: were agitated for his dismissal. Yes, we are on social Special, media, actually. Especially, yeah. especially yeah. all the games. The first game that I saw it was on
0: Leeds. The second gap that I saw it was Southampton. It was uh, it was disaster. Even even our our, our own puppy is is actually happy that Thomas uh, Tchouaméni. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: Spite. Because if you if you buy uh, four three defenders, uh, top class defenders, we expect. Remember, I mentioned this that from now onwards, after the acquisition of uh, Kukurela, Fofana, and Kulibali. Uh, Adding to to Thiago Silva and uh, your 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 Rhys James, I think it's a solid defense lineup. For fun, I've mentioned him. Okay. So I think we should expect game in and game out that Chelsea should actually have a clean sheet. But the problem with 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 Tuchel now was that the way he was playing football was not uh, conducive for 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 the quality that Chelsea have. Chelsea going up front, they have pacey players. Thomas Tuchel likes to play. Uh, uh, football on a slower tempo. It doesn't help. This, this is why uh, the the likes of Georginos were making individual errors because they were dwelling too much on the ball. And now that the fullbacks are already on the half line, uh, Jorginho loses the ball, or whoever is playing uh, the central mid loses the ball. The back line is not in the correct position. That's how Chelsea got punished. Secondly, the set pieces. If Chelsea fails to clear a, a set piece in in two phases. Disaster would brew, so I think I think the fact that you had defenders who are actually good on set pieces but couldn't uh, deal with set pieces on the first instance, uh, which led to goals, I think that was that was critical for for for, for Chelsea not having clean sheets. Quick one: uh, Is he egocentric, Thomas Tuchel? Yes, definitely. Thomas Tuchel believes for me he's, he's, he's too rigid in terms of how he wants right. uh, how he wants uh, the the game to be played. There there are so many instances that I can mention that. You, you have certain players who can actually uh, be a better fit on particular positions. But he kept on insisting on on trying to force uh, your, your your wingers, the likes of Pulisic, ZF and, and, and Odoi to play fullbacks. So for me, I think you're being stubborn and rigid at the same time. That doesn't work.
0: Okay. um, From one London derby to another, uh, as uh, the North met the worst, uh in a uh, London. Derby goes from Hobie Kane and uh, let go from uh, Mitrovic. Made it the tie t- interesting and uh, eventually Tottenham won um, to one Was it a straightforward win for Spurs, Kumbi? Yes, it's a straightforward win because Tottenham had
2: the better squad depth than Fuller. And remember that Fuller was under pressure because Tottenham was pressing intensively in the game. And they were creating chances, converting them, and they played like a unit, the typical quarter unit, the catenation.
0: The catenation. Yes. Uh, never so say never say out, never.
2: So you find that of course there was a loss of concentration which led to Mitrovich scoring that move
1: But twenty now
2: deserved to win
1: the Mitrovic on the road I, I would actually say it wasn't a straightforward win for, for Tottenham you look at uh, Antonio Conte's uh, pre-match uh, interview he actually stressed the point that we need to work extra hard and be careful of the threat that Mitrovic brought so for me if it wasn't for those two crucial saves that Hugo Lloris made uh, which came from Mitrovic I think, I think the balance of play would have tipped and uh, at most Tottenham would actually have Uh, walked out with a draw. If it wasn't for those two uh, heroic saves uh, by uh, Hugo Lloris, I think for me it was a a proper London derby. Yes, of course, tactically uh, Tottenham looked sharper, but every time Mitrovic got an opportunity, he would cut in from from the left and then curl uh, the ball using his right leg. So I think if it wasn't for Hugo Lloris, it wasn't going to be as straightforward. But, but is, also like,
0: Tottenham had a, a goal disallowed.
1: Goal disallowed, yes, because of VAR. But I think it was the right decision. I think True. I think there was an offside in the build of of play. So yeah, those are the takings.
0: So after a loud season, after a lot season of 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 Son in this poor Son this, this this season, uh, fans are really concerned about this. What what's really going on with Son? He hasn't reached a a, a goal this time.
1: Look. If, 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 if fans are saying that uh, Song is not scoring and he's not getting into those scoring opportunities I think that would definitely uh, be a thing of concern but I, I've been watching uh, all the games that he has, has featured or played I think he's getting in those right channels sometimes it's just unfortunate that he's not scoring but uh, it's just a matter of time once he gets in that uh, first goal of the season I think it's all system score for me yeah if, yeah, actually a
0: fan of Mitrovic I know that very well definitely and, um, he's scoring goals 6 goals in the Premier League mm-hmm. For him now How important is this form And also for the team As a well whole Going forward And also they, Remember they've got Some incentives Of oh, those agendas Of staying up In the Premier League So how important Is this form um, Going forward Moving forward
1: Look I think As far as, uh, as Fulham's uh, survival Is concerned I think Mitrovic Needs to be fit Mitrovic needs to be happy If he continues To score like this I think uh, Fulham uh, will survive Relegation Or even be on uh, uh, on the mid-table come come end of season. Because uh, Silva, the coach, uh, he, he has been in the Premier League before and uh, he was humbled to go down uh, into the first division. So he's got that experience and that whole feel of, of, of the English football now. You can see in the way that they're playing a 2-0 draw against Liverpool. So I think they're playing pretty well. Full Fulham, no pushovers, Kumbi?
2: Yeah, I do OK with what Papi said. OK. About... He to keep Mitrovic fit because he has been the full crap of the team Mitrovic and his fitness benefits the team in terms of their play and in terms of tactics both by Uncle Silva centered around his play on Mitrovic beat the soul gunman but if Mitrovic gets injured things could get a bit tricky but if he could stay fit he could help Fulham survive and also provide competition on the golden boot.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, mm. Yeah, no, no,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then it's hard. For me, I see an evolution of Mitrovic rather than a revolution. Because the Newcastle was a reject. True. Rafa castigated him and said this player is not fit for my style of play. He needs to go. Newcastle sold I think. But, it was- but people disregarded Mitrovic. After he shattered records in the championship. championship. That was last season, right? Let's say say that Mitrovic is just a poacher or just,
1: you know, someone who just scores by luck. But the Premier League is showing that he can. I I think Kumbi is right to say it's an evolution because uh, when when Mitrovic uh, was playing for Newcastle, I think he was just more like a target man he was in there in and around the 18 box to you know knock off those headers but now you can see that uh, what Silva has done is given Mitrovic that free roll to even roam back and get the ball in their final third so that he can travel the ball. Remember he's not a pacey player, but with his close control, his confidence, his strength, you cannot shrug him off. So he's he's, he's, he's coming deep to, to to collect the ball and make moves with the ball. So I think it's it's, it's been effective and uh, like what could be said, it's an evolution rather than a oh,
0: Okay okay I'd, 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 I'd like to say uh, Mitrovic and and um Benzema. Uh, more or less the same, not really like as in, in terms of quality. Maybe back then they were kind of, I wouldn't say rejects, but they were below par or bar, bar average, right? Uh-huh. And now it's coming of age, like fine wine. They are like fine wine. They are maturing with what? With Definitely. age. Mm-hmm. Benzema also was not really clinical, like the past uh, five, six years. But if you compare him uh, to now, it's actually a different beast altogether. So during that time, uh, the Newcastle's, um, days tenure, wasn't he that bad or Mitrovic? Like comparing to now, since he's, a, I, I think he's actually improved. vastly improved.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think I think uh, a bit of freedom that he's been getting from 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 Silva to roam around his his own half, to come deep and collect the ball. It shows now, even even the level of skill that he has. He's, he's actually he has confidence. He has skill. Remember what he did to Van Dyke, turned him inside and out, and and and, and the composure that he has on the ball. You can never shrug him off. So I think it has it has uh, it has been an added advantage to his game. He's more now a complete forward rather than a, a forward. A with, target man. It was a target man, yeah.
0: Okay, guys. Um, from La- from London Derby's to side, uh, derby to Merseyside derby, it was what a game! It was what a game! <laughs> uh, entertaining game that is. Though we leaked some goals. Um, could be what was the takeaway of the game? The takeaway of the game was the disappointment of Liverpool failed to
2: convert chances. Secondly, the failure to penetrate teams that set deep. The, the failure to initiate counter-attacks. The failure even to defend properly. And that in itself, it's an indicative of problems, of injuries. And also, they need to buy. We need to spend in January. And it's now closed the window for now, so now we'll focus on January. Because what has happened is that when our players get injured, especially Thiago, we struggle to break down teams that sit deep.
0: Yeah, rightly so.
2: And that has been our downfall. It opens you that this is Liverpool's weakness. Let's use that against them. Arthur wasn't fit to play the Messi side up. But for me, Arthur was brought as a backup option to Thiago. Because Arthur is similar but- attributes
0: Okay. But Tiago is at a higher level. Yeah, true. But he, he other is not a of type of player who can pick up passes like those, uh, long balls. He doesn't have, he does but he, It doesn't I passes. think it's more of like a game management player. Like, uh, even the team is leading one new or two new. Um, um, just, uh, brought him in and, uh, you manage the game properly. Unlike Tiago, will yeah, he keep the There are other players that mm. to be taught at the training ground that yeah. you need to initiate such passes. Such passes.
2: For example, who, before Morino, it totally. who, did you, that Harry
0: Kane, good assist? No, no, apparently none. Apparently none He can play as, as a tari- That's right? the same as Arthur. Mm. You can be taught. Mm.
2: Yes, but, because Arthur, for me, is, is at the stage where he can learn new skills, or
0: you... Yeah, use skills. He's, 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 he's still 25, 26 years, so... Uh, yeah, there's he,
2: still time. There's still time yeah. for him. But what I would say, in the long term, we need to buy three or four, especially four midfielders, both in January next summer. We need to close our age in midfield is causing problems um,
0: for opponents. Um, From Liverpool's point of view, like, especially Klopp, uh, if uh, Jordan Pickford is the man of the match... Uh, was the, he was the man of the match? It means all oh, was well in the camp. Uh, his, uh, his strategy was okay, was on point. So, how is it okay for him to say that? Consider He played well, they played well Liverpool, and um, Pickford did a good game actually. So, what can you say about that? Gumbi, yeah. if a keeper is a man of the match,
2: yeah, it says that you're not attacking enough, you're not Goombi. initiating. You're not being clinical,
0: yeah.
2: and uh, I feel like the fact three needs to find each other. Diaz, Nunes, Salah—they need to find each other for, for the sake of the team. Credit goes to Pickford for that save of Nunes, and that was a brilliant save. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. That was a the Yeah, That
0: was a brilliant save. Yes. Indeed.
2: So for me, I see like. L- Lampard lives to fight another day, but he's, for me, he's going to be the third one, the secrets.
0: Okay, talking of uh, talking of Lampard and 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 Everton, it seems like uh, Everton now uh, they picked up four four draws, yeah. and and there's 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 a ray of hope, and the identity is now seen uh, in that Everton squad. Uh, is he becoming a uh, hard to beat Simba? Um, Lampard.
1: I think slowly and steadily. I think uh, Lampard is, is is finding his his ground, and the team is starting to play well. Uh, remember Everton, they they have a bunch of youngsters. Your Gordon's, your Patterson, who played well uh, as a as a right 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 back. Uh, I think it was his first mid-side mm-hmm. Uh and, and then you blend that with the likes of uh, Ghana, Drizzy Gay, who came back. Mm-hmm. He's, he played very well. He was a solid presence. And then also the, the youngsters that came in, the, the fantastic player called Onana. Mm-hmm. He had a brilliant game brilliant? again. He's a player with 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 quality in terms of ball control, composure and passing. So I think now, slowly and steadily, uh, Frank Lampard's team Is starting to show That they, they They can play In a certain way So I think I think for now I think Especially if you, if you If you manage to get a draw At home At home Against Liverpool The biggest game of their season As far as Everton is concerned I think I think so far And steadily he's just a win away From from finally settling The nerves of Of, of, of the fans The board And the players as well
0: Red card all day. Kumba also need your... your I need also your, your response. Red card all day. Party. Van Dijk. Mm. Van
1: Dijk on Onana. Mm. Definitely red card all day. It was dangerous play, regardless of the fact that he meant it or he mistimed it or not. It's a red card for me.
2: Yes, I deserve that. Because for me, that was brutal. In terms of conduct. And, the, the, and you find out that the player could have been injured. It wasn't for the sheep. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Could have been worse than mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because was for me. That was a clear disregard of respect towards the your opponent, and you find out that some of these conducts,
1: they have repercussions. Yeah. You could see that you uh, were struggling uh, throughout the game, on Onana. I don't know why. Why uh, Lampard didn't 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 substitute him? Probably twenty minutes before the game. Uh, he was struggling towards the end of the game, and uh, Pickford was actually encouraging him to just, you know, uh, hang in there. But uh, I think it was it was a dangerous tackle.
0: Um, do you think club should try a three-four-three formation just to compensate for Trent Alexander's Alexander's uh, defensive uh, shortcomings?
1: I don't know, man. It's 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 pretty difficult to tell in terms of the personnel because if you look at uh, the, the the other option for for the third uh, centre back, it's probably Gomez. He's not playing well, so you probably have Van Dijk and um, the Cameroonian on oh, no, our uh, matip. Matip, yeah, Joe Matip. So the third option for me there will be tricky. But uh, as far as the back three, because because this the, the, this game he used three right backs in uh, the same game. In yeah? the same game, so mm. it's,
0: it shows that something is not well. And, and right now, all the all, all the plaudits are on. Um, on Trent Alexander Arnold Papi. So, okay, uh, he can somehow try to protect him and in doing so, just uh, have a big three and, uh, allow him to go forward also and, um, compensate defensive his duties. His, uh,
1: exactly. His defensive duties. Yeah, yeah, I think it's possible uh, to, to try and, and emulate the, the back three, especially if you have Trent and, uh, Robertson. But, uh, you never know with, with the coach's philosophy, but my only fear is that the, the option for the third, Centre back would be a problem because, as far as Gomez is concerned, I think he's just been a fringe player all his career at Liverpool. So I think if maybe if in January they can get another centre back who's accustomed or who's who's got capabilities to actually you know, you know play in a back three, I think he might he might opt for a back three. Um.
0: So the top two, the top two, top two, top, top two teams of last season uh, managed to drop points. Last week, uh, Liverpool in the Merseyside derby, game six, and uh, game six, and also City managed to draw points away to at at uh, Aston Villa. Uh, Bailey scored the game with fifteen minutes to go. Plenty of chances for uh, City as well, but they couldn't uh, get that precious win they needed to go forward. Like Papi, alluded to too. Are the big teams um declining, or the show? The, the, the small teams are on the up. <laughs>
2: Uh, for me, I wouldn't say it's a decline. Mm. It's just sometimes football is cycles. Because you find out that one time i are at the top, another I are struggling, and then you know, the other stage you're also stagnant. But you find out that, that during the Villa Evezda City game, we found that uh, Villa showed, showed resolute, resolute uh, resilience in terms of coming up with the equalizer, so. which helped the end point, at which hit that city from collecting maximum points. So like Gerard, he deserves all the plaudits, and also the players at Villa, they deserve all the plaudits. but it should be a lesson to Guardiola that you don't rest on your laurels after scoring the first goal. Yeah, it's only a
0: solitary goal. Yes, Anything can so,
2: happen. For me, City, they're still at the top. Mm. Liverpool, they're still there at the top. Mm. I, I don't know about the other four Chelsea. teams. <laughs> About, I don't know about the other okay. four teams. Because the other four teams,
0: they are Usually fluctuating. Usually they are inconsistent. Usually they are Both, inconsistent. All right. We don't let, know let, this let, an... Let's take a look.
2: Yes, of course we have been stuttering. Starting to the season is livable. But take a look like Arsenal. Arsenal for me... Ah, very... You know, I, I will say this. This is the best Arsenal squad post-fail. This is the best... This is the best. I think this is one of the top five best squads of Arsenal in the 21st century. Is it? Yes. Top five. So it's a matter of consistency. We want to see if they are really consistent. But for me, uh, I wish them the best of luck in the Europa League. I want them to win. I want Ateta to have a continental trophy. Uh, But for Tottenham, Tottenham for me, I I see them challenging uh, City and us. For the, the title, there, that goes. for me. But Chelsea, 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 they can make a
0: resurgence. I see they especially make a special after sucking, um, yeah, uh, sucking the manager. But they need to make a right appointment.
2: And no, for me, I would stay. I would give three candidates. One of which would be ideal for them. Three candidates: black Simeone, Schmidt. Yeah, Potter. Oh. Because for me, of course, Porter I don't want to discredit him, but he knows the EPL. But for me, they need someone who has European experience. Pochettino Fogetino no. I mm. know. Ah, He's
1: Pogetino should go to Everton. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: That's if Lampard is like is, if, if the performances are, are continue to be bad. But for me, mm. look. I want to allude to the to the earlier question about uh, if on the, the bigger teams are, or they are on, the on the ball or, or is it the other smaller teams are on the rise. I think I think we have to look at the, the, the managers, the new breed managers that are, that are there out there. You look at Graham Porter, you look at Eddie Howe. These guys, they're proving that they are forced to, to reckon with. Remember, they are coaching or managing smaller clubs with smaller resources, but uh, at the same time, they are producing uh, quality football and quality players who are going on to be sold to those uh, so-called bigger teams, and then they come in into this new season. They have a very good start. They they keep playing with that same level of intensity, professionalism, and consistency. So I think those three traits are good enough for 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 a team like Brighton or a team like Brentford or a team like uh, Newcastle to. To cause major upsets uh to the so-called big six teams. So for me this season, I would actually believe that I would actually like to believe that the smaller teams are on the up in terms of the quality of, 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 of them the managers that they have at the current situation. And at the same time, uh these guys they are now they've known they've now the coaches they've known they've now grown to know uh, the weaknesses like what Kumba was alluding to. The weaknesses of your your Guardiolas, your Thomas Tuchel. Yeah. So I think they're taking advantage of this whole scenario that they're implementing new ideas, positive ideas. Remember back then, six, seven years ago, when the the likes of uh, Crystal Palace were being managed by the these traditional lead, uh, uh, coaches, your, your Roy Hudson's. I think they were playing... Samala Dice. The Samala They were play, playing boring football. Uh, with all due respect, they were playing, they were sitting back and trying to pounce on the attack. But nowadays, these teams, your Brentford's, they're playing counter attack and they're playing a passing game, so it on the day it is equally as good as, as as any good team in the Premier League. So you yeah, expect some some uh, surprises the, um, during
0: uh, the course of this season.
1: Definitely, I think if you're a big team, for example, if you're if you're Man City and if you're used to to get all six points uh, from a team like Brighton, I think this time it's going to be a whole different scenario. And I would actually like to put this on record. Whoever is going to win the Premier League this time, I think is not going to win it with points, which are more than 80 points this time, because they will definitely drop points. Are you sure about that? Uh, you think so? Yeah, you have to watch out for the teams like, uh, I've already mentioned your Brighton, even your Leeds, uh, your Southampton, your Newcastle. They will definitely cause an upset. Consistency is key, Papi. Sorry? consistency. is key. Consistence is key. I'm, I'm sure now, I'm sure now these guys with 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 the with the players that they've brought in, uh, you can even take an example of Newcastle. They have strengthened their 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 squad uh, defensively and uh, also in terms of attack. So I think the level of consistency might be there.
0: They've got they've got the richest on in, uh,
1: in world football right now, definitely. So it's so, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mm, plus, it's a them. testament.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so talking of talking about young managers in the Premier League and also, is it good for African football as well, especially Southern Africa, considering Benjani uh, Benjamin has been appointed as an assistant coach of Bournemouth and also then there is Benima McCarthy, who is an assistant uh, of, uh, at United, an assistant coach like a, a attackers coach for attackers United. Coach, yeah. mm-hmm. So is it good for African football as well that we are managing to penetrate into the European market uh, though they are studying from um, from the assistant um, roles?
1: Definitely. You, you look at this scenario. Uh, all along, we've never had any managerial position for an African player or um, an African manager who was obviously a previous uh, uh, player in the Premier League. But now, it's, it's testimony now. You look at the way that United is now playing. You were concerned about the spread of goals. Now, I think Martial has, has got a goal, Rashford has got a goal, Sancho has, has scored. And uh, even uh, Anthony, the newcomer, has come in and scored. So you can actually see the the, the effect of of having um, a striker's coach like uh, Benny Makati in 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 the Manchester United rank. So I think it's beneficial. Uh, Benjani Maruaro, I think it's good for him and Africa as a whole. So that at least we we we, we know that uh, Africa is being representative in the, in the managerial aspect of the game.
0: Just like. Um The Benjanis are representing us in England. It's also the Chevrons who actually represented us in Australia as they managed to beat the Aussies in Australian soil by three wickets. And, uh, recorded their first victory there, puppy. It was a good game, especially from the, from the, the betters as well. Though we managed to lose the series 2 one. Uh, it's good for Zim cricket that we are managing to, at least we are beating these household names and also for the TV rights and also for the rankings such that we manage we will be able to get in the top 10, uh, not the top 12, uh, in the ICC, like in the, the the T20 the World Cup. So is it good for us as a war in that win, though it was kind of a dead rubber, but is it good for us consider it got some incentives um, behind?
1: Look, you could tell from the way the guys, uh, the Chevrons were celebrating the the ones on the field, the two batsmen and uh, the guys who were on the bench. I think it meant a lot psychologically. I think we're at a stage where we are, we are less than a month away from a major tournament. I think it's very important for us to to, to get that experience of playing uh, these so-called big teams. And then along the way, manage to win. Uh, remember, it's a, it's a victory for Zimbabwe. It's a loss for Australia. It's in the record, even though Australia uh, um, won, won, the won the series. But uh, the history books are saying that Zimbabwe has won for the first time in Australian soil. Uh, look at what the, the, the psychological damage it, it is going to cause to to the likes of your Warners and your the Smithies. Your Smithies. Uh, the, the the reputation has been tu- has been damaged Tainted by the so called uh, Mino Zimbabwean team. Uh, let's be honest, the, the chevrons they 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 are still uh, on the rise. So this win was was very important for for their for their for their psychology to 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 boost you know confidence ahead of the T Twenty World Cup.
0: Okay, so the, the experience uh, Joe Fridges Chakapa and skipper Craig Evans provided a, a, a litmus test for this Australian uh, side and gave us a, a good start um, approaching this aggressive uh, tactic by the Chevrons. And also the leg spinners had a, an unbelievable uh, day uh, in the field.
1: Uh, Ryan Bell. Kelly. Oh, what a, what what a bowling performance from uh, Bell! Uh, you went home with the ball, five wickets plus, if I'm not mistaken. So, if 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 you are a spinner, you're going into uh, Australian territory. Uh, you're trying to test the conditions. Is the ball going to turn? Are you going to, to to pitch the ball? Are you going to to work with the conditions? So, five wicket hole? Uh, and you are a leg breaker, I think. I mean, you are an off, off spinner, I think. I think it was a good uh, bowling performance. And also, talking about uh, Chakaba, what a betting uh, performance! Sometimes, uh, you played fantastic shots that reminded me of the cover drives of your, your session. Tenduka, there. So, for me, I was analyzing the betting aspect of us if we bet with such confidence and if we bet with such uh, assertiveness. You no, know, in terms of uh, short selection, register cover, his short selection was on point. If it was a cover drive, it was a perfect cover drive. If the ball was, uh, was pitched short, you would hit those pull shots. So I think uh, if we, we continue with that momentum in terms of betting as well, in terms of, uh, short selection and uh, playing with, with assertiveness, I think we, we, we might cause some upsets. Okay. Uh, can you balance us? Can you balance us quickly? Yeah. Are we, uh, is
0: Zimbabwe, is Zimbabwe qualified for the World Cup, um, already the T20 World Cup in Australia?
1: Okay, the, T, the T20 hmm. World Cup. What's really, uh, what's really going happening? on? The exactly. T20 World Cup. Remember, there are teams that are called the, the Minos, the, uh, the lesser, uh,
0: hmm. the what lesser team in terms
1: of, in terms of win ratios and quality. So these guys, the likes of your island, your West Indies, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe yeah. and Namibia and Scotland, They have qualified for the Umbrella Tournament. Ireland as well. They have qualified for for the Umbrella Tournament in the sense that the tournament is being held in Australia. They are going to finish the last phase of qualifying for the tournament proper in terms of the Super Tough. So these guys, they'll they'll battle it out. And then the top two teams will now get an opportunity to, to, to be in one of the two groups of the Super Tough. So in terms of... Uh, playing for the Umbrella Tournament, they're already there in Australia in terms that they're going to continue to play uh, or to finish the qualifying uh, phases to get into the tournament proper. But as far as going to Australia is concerned, once these these last phases of the qualifiers start, I think the tournament is already rolling. And then once we get the top two teams from the last uh, qualifying phase for the tournament proper.
0: So, is there, is, so you're, telling, you're trying to tell us there's a, there's a big chance that you can, not, you can even not make it in the... in the…
1: proper World Cup. In the proper T20. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they the 20 the, yeah. Exactly. They call it the tournament proper. So, we just need to, to make sure that uh, the last phase of the qualifier, we are in the top two teams so that we can get a, an opportunity to be in the Super 12. Okay, we just uh,
0: wish our chevrons the best. Definitely, and also uh, not forgetting also about the the, the Springboks there in Australia, a moment of brilliance from the debutant Kenan Moody ensured they capitalized on each puppy and marched on an emphatic thirty four twenty four eight win against the Wallabies, and also became the yeah the second the nice highest debutant it, yeah. uh, in uh, the Spring Springboks history. Relief and happiness for the victorious box puppy as they broke a nine year duck in Australia. Um, a sweet revenge by the box.
1: Yeah, definitely. Considering that they lost the first phase, uh, the first leg of of, of 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 the match against Australia, it was a big comeback, twenty four eight. And uh, you guys remember we used to talk about uh, the Springbok, saying that it's difficult for youngsters to break through. But uh, what Moody did there, it was a fantastic try. You could you could tell from 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 the way he, he lashed on the ball, and uh, his energy was there for everyone to see. That if you include Youngsters in and around. It's funny we're saying that youngsters because uh, the the current crop of of, of of these Springbok players, your Sia Colises, uh your Fafter Clecks, your Mampimpis, they are not that old. It's They're just that they've been in and around. Yeah, mm. it's experience. Mm. Youngsters in terms of experience. Yeah? Experience, yeah. yeah. So they've been in and around the box. They've won the Old Cup. They've won the, the Lions Tour. So it's funny that uh, these guys, they are probably 35 years and below or even less. So, including the, the likes of Moody and to score a brilliant try on debut, I think it's very important uh, for them heading into the, the next year's World Cup.
0: Okay, so the box attacks are making, are making so many basic errors, like they're throwing away the game so easily. They could have won the game by 4 to more points, Papi. But complacency is creep, creeping in, and also they are giving away penalties for fun. Kumbi, that was a better performance from last week from the, the Springboks. And props to Seah leadership. Astrid. That was the team, best
2: team effort from the box. They played cohesive as a unit, managed to propel the team to victory, and managed to rebook the attacks from the Australians. I still remember the tries by Mabibi, and that was a brilliant try. As we we'll take a look at the performance of the flares. The performance of the setters, the first setter, the second setter, set. that shows the aggression, that shows tenacity of the springbok. That's the springbok that we used to, the springbok that we saw, especially after the in the 2019 World Cup. For me, it shows that the team is evolving, but I want to see them uh, defend their crown in France. Because we need to show that the world that Africa through South Africa can be competitive in defending back to back rugby world cup titles. And I also give credit also even to the coach Jacques mm. for coming up with a strong team for ensuring that Australians
0: test defeat
2: on oh, Hope you. So.
0: Okay, and and also the bottom of the bottom of the log uh, team, the All Blacks, produced a, a masterclass at home in Hamilton. After they were beaten by uh, by Argentina last week in Christchurch, they managed to win this game by forty three to three. Puppy, they were actually in destruction mode. From the hacker, it felt like they are really in the mood. They wanted to, that game so so badly and even uh, show so, show us even then the world that they, they mean business. And in doing so, it's rightly rightly played off. Can you actually say it's, it's the, the best game
1: for them like in two years or three? They yeah, were yeah, magnificent with, with, with to watch. With all due respect to, to, to the opponent, um, uh, the Pumas, uh, this was a resurgent performance by New Zealand. We, we all know that they're having troubles in terms of uh, their game but they showed even like what you were saying from the hacker it was very intense and emotional and uh, they went on to 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 destroy you know it was a good comeback you know 53 actually to 3 so it was it was it was an actual thrashing uh, by New Zealand uh, to 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 give themselves hope and to research their championship uh, title hopes and is it like with each passing game the
0: First is, said the thick of it, like a set of a set of everything. If he wins, uh, the team yeah, he's supposed to be supported and get some um, some more support, like I uh, like I alluded to. And if he loses, then he's supposed to be sacked. So it's it's a bit of a seesaw now. Last week he lost; he's supposed to start to be sacked. and the, then he comes in. He with comes
1: with in with that uh, big, comeback. big
0: comeback, and uh, it was a different boat game altogether.
1: Look for me, I think uh, Ian Forster if 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 the 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 management uh, in terms of uh, the 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 rugby union of, of New Zealand if they wanted to sack uh Ian Foster I think uh, he should have been sacked by then so i think they're just trying to give him a bit of time and try to, to to find out what's really going on is it the manage is it the the coach's problem or the player's problem or is it the system's problem so I think they're just being patient enough to see where, where Ian Foster will take uh, the All Blacks in terms of the championship and then after that they'll make a decision because remember the World Cup is around the corner yeah, around so the they corner, don't yeah. want to you know make a mistake maybe they're sticking to the better table that they know Okay. Um, so the, the
0: old blacks are traveling to next up, It's Australia. It's they're playing against uh, Australia again. They in Australia and, um, the Springboks are entertaining, uh, the Puma, Los Pumas in Durban. And after that, they, they're going to Argentina for their back to back games. So we wish uh, all the best on, on the Springboks side, our African contingents. So thank you guys for joining us as well. And also join us on the next edition of the field of play. Not forgetting to like and follow follow us on all our social media platforms. Do catch us on our uh, various uh, platforms, podcast platforms. That's Anchor FM, Spotify, there's also Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music. Uh, next up, uh, it's Miss Roper with FOP News. From the FOP crew, we out.